And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he scores! Martina Kucherov wins it in overtime! Saved by Vasilevsky, and he keeps it out of the net. Reaching behind him, he had it in his glove. Now for a feed in front of Kelly, he scores! And has won it in overtime! Steven Stamkos has reached 60 goals! Welcome to an episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, I've changed my mind. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, Adam, you're the most indecisive podcast host we've ever come across. And yes, that might be true. Uh, most times when I say I won't do something or will do something, most times where I say I'm going to think a certain way about something, when I come and speak about it on the show, I tend to talk my way into another direction about it. So where am I going with this? I am on today's show, today's episode, I am going to discuss in details, just like some of the, the, the stuff that jumps off the page to you. I'm not going to go through every little tiny nitbit thing uh, just yet. We'll discuss that in the offseason. But I am going to discuss the details of the new collective bargaining agreement that I believe has yet to be ratified uh, officially. It's expected to go through, and if it if it, it'll probably have gone through by the time this episode drops. But yeah, so... I'm getting this information from all over the place, and this is just what I wrote down. And um, yeah, so a lot of new, a lot of new details, a lot of new things coming on in the league. Uh, the players and the owners. Let's just start with you know we'll go down the list of things. Players and the owners are gonna cooperate more with each other. It seems like they're gonna play more, you know, gonna play nicely with each other. And they have established several joint committees to help chart the course of hockey's future. Among them our competition committee that will discuss and make recommendations on matters of affecting the game and a broadcasting and marketing committee that will focus on broader business-related policies and initiatives. So that means, in layman's terms, that the players are going to have a say in a lot of things that of how the league, I guess, is going to be um, promoted. So, and why is that a good thing for both parties involved? Because that's going to bring in more revenue to the teams. Thus, the players are going to be able to sign at higher contracts, plain and simple. Is that going to be something that's going to happen right away off the bat uh, starting next season? Probably not, just because everything with the... I mean, we've already discussed in the last episode, the salary cap isn't going up. And if it is, it's not going to go up significantly to where players are going to be signing these new deals, these new massive deals that we've never seen before. But... I'm saying I'm looking at this as more of a so the 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 new CBA is going to run through the 2025-26 season. So I would say uh for Lightning fans especially start to see the effects of all this re- new revenue that is going to eventually come into the league. See the effects of that happening around maybe one the I would have to say maybe the 20 21-22 season. Next season, I believe that the teams are still going to be sort of quote-unquote cheap. 
they're just going to try and make as much money and as much re- collect as much revenue as possible because of what has happened obviously the last four months you know um the players i believe these play uh for the playoffs especially are going to be receiving their their last paycheck uh, i believe in the next couple of weeks so that's pretty much it now they're just playing for glory and i guess bonuses as well now yeah, we're, like I said, we're going to go into tons of detail on this. I expect to fully have a two-episode special, I guess you could call it. A, because this is going to play in to how not only the Lightning, but the rest of the teams are going to approach uh, sign, re-signing their RFAs, as well as picking from the pool of UFAs. So we're going to definitely see maybe sort of a different swing in the NHL, not like a significant one. I'm not saying teams like the Washington Capitals or the Toronto Maple Leafs or even your uh, your Tampa Bay Lightning are gonna plummet and go under uh, within the span of a of an offseason. No, that's not what's gonna happen, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if if you're a fan of a team which has a lot of long term locked up contracts that are significantly ch- cheap or reasonably cheap and also have a lot of players still in their rookie contracts, you're sitting pretty right now. And there's some teams out there uh, that have those. Um, I know the Ottawa Senators are some of those. They're still trying to cut some of the fat. Uh, I, I believe the Detroit Red Wings are, you know, if they have some old veterans on their team, I believe some of those guys are kind of, their contracts should be expiring after the season. Teams like that that are kind of at the bottom of the league uh, as well as like the New York Rangers, you know, teams like that that are that are have a lot of young talent, so they they have the liberty to to not really worry about you know where how are we going to spend money to improve our team in the off season. Unfortunately, the Lightning do have that issue. Uh, like I spoke on the last episode, they they are going to have to make some tough decisions. They are going to have to maybe give some more money to a certain individual than maybe they wouldn't have. It's all it's a, it's going to be a lot about sacrifices. And I feel like every new signing period, every free agent period, all of that, that's what it's always about sacrifices, but I think this is going to be more prevalent than ever. Um, just because you know, I don't see the Lightning signing Zach Bogosian to a if they choose to resign him, they could just say thank you for your time, thank you for your service to the team, but we're choosing to move on to a new direction. What I'm saying is that I don't expect them to give him a big contract. If he comes back, comes back, that's great. If they if they choose to resign Patrick Maroon, that's great. We need we need a guy like Patrick Maroon as well as Zach Bogosian on the team next year. We need we need that physical presence on the team. But if these guys are looking for a big payday, unfortunately, you're not going to be playing in Tampa next season because uh, the team is going to want to allocate their funds towards some, I guess, younger talent. I'm not calling Pat Maroon or Zach Bogosian, you know, fossils, but they're not exactly spring chickens either. The, the Tampa Bay Lightning, what they should and what they will do is that they will make deals that are going to be smart for them long term. They're probably going to sign Anthony Sorelli, Carter Verhage, Mitchell Stevens, um, especially Mikhail Sergachev after the season he's had. I think he deserves a very good uh, long-term contract. John Ruta, they're going to have to resign to a long-term deal. Guys like that, Eric Chernak as well, I believe I already stated, I already said his name as well. And they also need to be cap-savvy because 2022, Braden Point's going to be uh, 
a restricted free agent, but I'm sure they're going to want to sign him to a uh, a long-term deal as well just because of we we know what we're going to get from uh from from Braden Point. Uh we know what we're going to get from Mitchell Stevens and we want to have these guys on the team for the long term to try and win a cup or as many championships as possible. Um I don't expect these guys like I said to get like Steven Stamkos type money or uh you know Nikita Kucherov type money. I, I don't expect that to happen. Um you know, I don't expect them to get Andre Vasilevsky type money, unfortunately. They'll probably get maybe in the, I would say, probably the, if I had to, if I had to put a number on it, maybe, uh, maybe a mil a year. So maybe, I would say maybe seven years, nine mil, something like that along those lines for those guys. Uh, we're going to go in depth into all this, this talk uh, once the offseason ends, once, or if the Lightning, unfortunately, do not make a long run in the playoffs. But we're gonna we're gonna get into all that when the time comes needed. We're gonna we're gonna dig through every detail of the CBA and discuss it in full length. So moving on, uh, invigorated NHL Shield. The league's updated mark uses upward reading letters. Now I'm reading this from directly from NHL.com, and this is basically kind of like a cheat sheet for the CBA. So if you want to pause, go find this cheat sheet, read along, uh, maybe tweet to us while I'm doing this and see if you disagree with some of the decisions that the league has put forth and maybe some of the things they could have done better. But yeah, so the league's updated mark uses upward reading letters to project a vibrant, optimistic image, yet defers to a tradition by maintaining the time-honored shape of the original shield. The updated logo's dominant color is silver, in homage to the most cherished trophy in sports, the sterling silver Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, this isn't really a big deal. I mean, it's cool. I'm sure it's going to look cool. I mean, it's silver, I guess. I I, I don't know where they're going to go with this. I I really have nothing to say about this. This isn't exactly um, exciting. I mean, maybe they're going to go in a different direction of changing the logo to the NHL. I mean, if they do or they have an alternate, that would be great. But uh, I don't think this is going to affect anyone. Anyway, moving on. Rule changes to enhance entertainment experience. Now, this is where this kind of goes back or hand in hand with the ground groundbreaking owner player partnership that they signed off on. Now, like I said earlier, that 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 improved relationship that the players and the owners are going to have is going to generate a lot of revenue, not only for the league, but for the players. Um, you're going to see maybe a lot more commercial, uh, promotion of the players. You're maybe you're going to see a lot of billboards or whether it's internet ads or maybe um, commercials or whatever the case may be. You may you might be seeing a lot more of Steven Stamkos on a national scale. I'd probably see you could probably maybe see Andre Vasilevsky. You know they would probably want to um, promote him more as one of the rising upcoming goalies, the best next best thing in the league they're probably going to maybe promote him as like maybe the next Patrick Wah or the Dominic Hasek or whoever your favorite goalie is of all time you know just think of that and maybe put Vazzy right next to them so yeah um basically how this is going to work so the skills of the league's most talented players will be showcased by a package of rule changes that accentuates offense and maximizes the excitement and entertainment of NHL hockey and that includes the expanded offensive zone Removal of the center red line to permit longer passes. The tag-up rule, quote-unquote. Reduced goaltender equipment size. Shootout to de- and a shootout to decide games. Now, um, I bl- I'm not entirely sure what they mean by 
expanded off offensive zone. I guess they mean uh, removal of the red line to prevent longer passes. I assume they're going to get rid of that and then just move the blue lines closer to center ice, I would imagine. So there's a lot more room for players to uh, have a good offensive attack and you know on, on when they're trying to score goals and stuff I'd imagine that uh, the tag up rule I'm very curious as to what that is like I said well you know we're just reading straight from the page um, what I'm going to do obviously eventually like I keep saying we're going to go back go over every little detail nitpick every little thing and we're going to do that on a special down the road we're just going through this nitty, nitty picky as little Friday shoot around kind of thing uh, yes yeah, so Reduced goalie equipment. I know they tried that on some goalies volunteered to do that last season at the end of the season There was some backlash on that saying that maybe it was a little bit restrictive um, I will have to read more on that and of course a shootout to decide games uh, So yeah, that moves us over to our point the breakaway is the most exciting play in hockey and the fans will see more than ever this regular season as the NHL will implement a shootout to decide tied games Games tied at the end of regulation will continue with a sudden death overtime period featuring four skaters per sides, five minutes. If the game remains tied, a shootout will determine the winner. Obviously, that's nothing new. We've had that in years past from, I believe, the last CBA. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's nothing new. Uh, Rivalry-based schedule. Rivalries stir fan passions. I mean, we don't have to go into that. We already know what that is. Um, if that means we're going to have a lot more rivalries, um games on the schedule going forward sign me up for that you always love to see rivalry hockey hopefully NBC doesn't run that ridiculous package I believe they did maybe not this year was it this year or maybe last year season where they would say Wednesday night rivalry hockey and it would be like Detroit versus LA or you know Tampa versus Vancouver where that's not rivalry hockey uh, someone just forgot to tell them that these weren't going to be exactly rivalry games. Um, I would imagine for the Lightning, for those rivalry games, if you know, if they decide to maybe go back uh, into that that mold on NBC Sports, I would imagine the Lightning would be involved in quite a few of those. Whether it's against the Bruins, which is definitely a matchup. I mean, you have to de if you're a producer or you know the head honcho on NBC. NBC Sports, you definitely have to look on the schedule as Lightning Bruins as one that you'd want to want to circle on the calendar and say we want this game. Um, Lightning Toronto, maybe. I mean, I think one of them. I think one of the factors will be is how the playoffs go. So we'll just have to wait for that. I would, I could see definitely the playoffs with the Lightning uh, running into a team that is a very heated series and that could maybe boil over into a new rivalry. Um, Lightning. Panthers, I don't know about that. I mean, the Panthers are good, but it's just me personally as a Lightning fan, I don't really see them as rivals. Uh, I mean, when, I, if you speak to a lot of people in Florida, you know, the people in Tampa are very hockey crazy where I don't really view, no offense to the people that live there, but Miami isn't exactly your hockey, stereotypical hockey town. Um, NHL players returning to the Olympics. We spoke about that. Uh, that's a big one for everybody involved whether you're a fan you're a player your announcer whatever the case may be um that is something that i can't wait to see i can't wait to see you know even though i'm gonna root for the united states it's something as a hockey fan i'm sure everyone can relate to this is that seeing these hockey juggernauts like sweden like 
like Russia, like like Canada, of course. How stacked those teams are really going to be once you throw Alex Ovechkin back into the mix. Once even, um, I think that um, I'm trying to think. Who are some of the top Swedes now? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on some of the top Swedes. I believe uh, um, that kid up in Buffalo, I can't think of his name. Oh, Victor Olofsson. That's his name. Um, if you haven't watched anything on Victor Olofsson, um, they didn't really expect him to be this good. Let me tell you, if you've seen highlight of this kid, of how he shoots, he's absolutely incredible. Um, this kid's going to be insane once he finally gets all the, pa the, the pieces together on his game. Uh, he's definitely going to be a pain in the butt for the lightning going forward but you're gonna see guys uh you know for even team sweden backstrom uh everyone's favorite lightning player victor hedman uh, i would imagine he's gonna play up there uh eric carlson you know elias peterson there's a bunch of um uh, players in the nhl today still a bunch of swedes uh that you know that 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 swedish team's gonna be insane uh canada we all know how stacked that's gonna be um yeah so Let's, uh, it, you know, it's going to be super exciting to see how everything shapes up. Uh, I would, you know, Stamkos, I would imagine, would be on Team Canada unless for some reason he either decides to sit out or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, uh, Vasilevsky is probably going to play for Russia with Ovechkin. So, it, you know, I'm super excited for that, like I've said. And, uh, yeah, uh, I can't wait till it finally happens. Um, I believe the next uh, Olympic Games for winter are going to be 2022. So super excited about that. Uh, that's in Beijing. We might have to see how that maybe shapes up with still everything going on with COVID. Uh, hopefully they have everything figured out. But yeah, a uh, lot of cool things happening with the CBA. Like I said, we'll discuss everything in full length, uh, new and still coming back for, you know, whether it's the Olympics or the NHL just reiterating the shootouts <laughs> or even some of the rule changes that would be pretty interesting once we see them in full effect but let me talk to you first before we go into other things uh concerning the lightning let's talk about our today's sponsor and that's rock auto rock auto is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years uh rockauto.com is the one-stop destination for all auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules brake parts to tail lamps motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now, like I briefly mentioned on today's show, as well as yesterday's show, is that how is this, especially with the revenue coming in, and and like I said, that's 20, that's 20, 21 22 we're not talking about that now that's not something that's going to be then again who knows maybe people are going to spend more money maybe they're going to jack up the prices for everything hockey who knows i don't know i'm looking everywhere right now and everything's cheap with hockey apparel memorabilia all that stuff so if you're looking to invest in whether it's you know memorabilia or that stuff or whatever the case may be honestly i'm no i'm no genius with this stuff but just from seeing how everything is uh, I would I would go out and buy something. I saw something on Fanatics the other day that was it was a signed autograph picture. I mean, signed and autograph are the same thing. Uh, Mari St. Louis lifting the cup, uh, sixty some like maybe sixty five dollars, which I believe is a steal. So that if you're looking to, I might actually buy that. But if you're looking to go into something like that, definitely do that because once the league starts bringing in more revenue, the prices are going to be jacked up. Um, 
tickets are definitely going to go up. I wouldn't imagine in Tampa, but I would probably imagine some of the bigger cities like L.A., Chicago, Montreal, Toronto, New York, you know, places like that. So as Lightning fans, we don't have to worry about that unless you're wanting to see some of the some of the games that Lightning will play in some of those major markets. Um, so, yeah, how is that going to shape up for the team real quick? We'll just get into that in the future as well as uh, immediately this offseason. So obviously, like I said on last last episode, and I'll continue to say whenever I bring up the free agent talk or it's just the resigning period, this team has a lot of interesting, not so very tough decisions to make going forward. They have a bunch of RFAs, which puts them in a pretty good spot uh, that they're going to be able to sign these guys to a certain type of deal where they could possibly get these, have these guys long-term for a steal. Guys like Mitchell Stevens, Anthony Sorelli, Carter Vahegi, those guys they're going to be able to sign to mid-level deals. Um, they might be able to get maybe them a little cheaper, maybe t- uh, players where these players will understand, okay, this will might this might be the best deal I will have ever gotten in my career, so I will sign this. And who knows, maybe they'll outperform their contracts. So, because the Lightning want to kind of go in that direction with those guys, because players like Mikhail Sergachev, uh, he is definitely someone that we where we might have to break the bank a little bit for, if not now, then definitely down the road. If he continues his progress, of course. I mean, for all we know, Mikhail Sergachev could sign a new deal, regardless of the length, and then completely fall off the table with his performance. And then if the Lightning try to undersell that, maybe they could get away with signing him for cheap, and that would, that would you know help out for the team. Obviously, you want these guys to get paid, and maybe the new, improved uh, ownership, uh, player initiative partnership will will kind of help players like Mikhail promote himself better to where, where he very well could be making money uh, more money off the ice than he is playing on the ice so we'll have to see how that shapes up maybe the lightning could use that new um, deal in the CBA is kind of a bargaining chip saying hey with everything going on whether it's Mikhail Sergachev and it's not just Sergachev either because like I said they got uh, Braden Point's contract is up in, after next year. They got Blake Coleman coming off the books next year. Cedric Paquette coming off the books next year. Barkley Goodrow. Um, you know, they, they have they, they can't just focus, sign the deals just to get them done now because they have a ton of players that I'm sure what they would want to bring back. I'm, I know Lightning fans would love to see Braden Coburn uh, re-signed, but his, he's not coming off the books until after next season as well. So, you know, we're just we're just worried about right now the main focus of who I want this team to sign, obviously, is Sergachev. Um, you know, I want Sorelli to get a deal, a, a very good deal. But as for the UFAs, I mean, I would love to see Maroon come back. Uh, I'm not I wouldn't be too torn up about it if maybe they go in another direction. I feel like what they're going to do is that they're gonna let Bogosian walk, and if they don't that's great. I'd love to have him back. Um, I mean, I still don't know how I feel about him in terms of long-term performance with the team because he's only played maybe, uh, I want to say maybe like f- 10 games with this team, maybe less. Uh, remember, guys like Barkley Goodrow, Blake Coleman, and Bogosian as well were all brought over to the team back in February when the trade deadline happened. Um, so we only, they were only with this team for maybe two to three weeks. 
So and that and it seemed like when play stopped, that's when these guys were starting to really figure it out and get in a groove and really uh, start to really fine tune that chemistry with other players on the team. I believe they're going to bring back Shaddy. Um, he he's had a very good season thus far, production value in terms of points and assists, uh, as well as putting up goals here and there. But I think him playing defensively, he's been very solid. Obviously, um, you want to have a guy like that on this team just in case. You know, because the other thing with Bogosian as well is the one guy that kind of I wish he had a shorter deal just because he's so injury prone. And I'm sure some of you already are reading my mind already. And that's Ryan McDonough. Ryan McDonough, I wish what they could do because he's locked up even after the 2023 season. I believe maybe he's even locked up longer than that. But he's always a risk as we've all known whether you you followed his play before he came to the lightning or you just followed how he was playing with this team we all know he's very prone to injury he was out for the longest time with an injury with a lower body injury i believe and the team really missed him and the lightning can't afford to sign players like that unfortunately that are going to be going down for long spurts of time and paying them over well close to six million dollars a year so they have to take that into consideration. I would really wish, and I know this isn't going to happen, I wish maybe, who knows, who knows if the Mack truck is going to maybe take, do this. I doubt he will. I doubt his agent will let him, but maybe we could restructure, uh, maybe take a pay cut, say, hey, if you want to play on a good team, if you want to have this team be better and win a cup, you're going to have to take a pay cut so we could pay some other guys so some of your teammates could get paid. Some guys like Luke Shen, who... I really hope they bring back. I'm sure they're going to. I hope he's on this on the NHL roster next season. Um, we're just gonna have to wait and see how he plays and what they decide to do in the off season. Um, but yeah, guys like like just to end my whole little spiel on this: Shaddy, Ruda, Shen. Uh, you know, those are the UFAs that I believe the Lightning really should make a point to bring back, as well as obviously get deals, long-term deals done with all these RFA guys. So, yeah, we'll just have to see uh, how the Lightning could adjust, maybe move around some money, um, restructure some contracts, of course. Because, like I said, in 2022, they got Braden Point coming off the books. RFA, thank thank goodness. But Blake Coleman, Paquette uh, are becoming are hitting the market in 2021. So they need to remember, you know, they want to sign these guys, but at the same time, they need to understand that, need to look towards the future, which they will. I'm sure that Brees Bose is uh, mindful of that. So I just want to thank everybody, all of you, for checking in on us on this. Uh, I believe this episode will be dropping on Saturday. And if you're, you know, I it, there's the weather's pretty nasty in certain parts of the, uh, the, the country right now. So if you get rained in and, you know, your barbecue gets ruined and you're listening to hearing the you're tired of listening to the same music over and over again. Uh, after you're done with this podcast, going over to Locked On NHL. I've said on the past episodes they came out with this great segment this week. You know, I was pleasantly surprised listening to it. Uh, they were discussing uh, all about hockey cards 101. Uh, you know, talking about the market, how how often the market fluctuates depending on what player a city plays in, their overall performance, the team's performance. Uh, the market of the city that he plays in, all all these other variables that come into play. So how and they and they show you and they tell you how you could possibly buy a card super cheap and then flip it for maybe twice as much. 
So yeah, head on over to that. And remember, when you're done listening to this, like, subscribe, follow, download, all that fun stuff. That really helps the show uh, big time. Uh, recommend it to your friends. Maybe some of your friends who are not really big podcast people say, hey, listen to this guy. He can be indecisive at sometimes, but he's very passionate about the lightning. Uh, and yes, yeah, so you know, follow us on, and you could always remember, always follow us, subscribe on anywhere where you get a podcast and you can listen. So that's been it for it. That's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I'll talk to you next time.